bitch, if I could pluck a piece of your hair out and make your hair fall out, you have no idea. <laughs> Welcome to Horror Nights In Podcast. Scary movies. Uh-huh. What's your favorite scary movie? Here's Johnny! You're gonna need a bigger boat. The boogeyman is real. And you found him. It's Showtime! Hi guys, and welcome to a very special episode of Horror Nights in Podcasts with me, your host, Crystal. I am joined by the cool and dope-ass ladies from Don't Fuck With The Original for this episode. So they are actually based in Ohio, and the podcast is run by Ka- uh, Casper and Becky Gremlin. So say hi, ladies. Hi, ladies. Hi. <laughs> um, we, <laughs> we also have, as always, my co-host, Roxy, who pops in here and there with her comments. She's actually super restless tonight, so she might be joining us a lot. Um, um, as always, you guys can follow me on my socials, Twitter at Horror Daddies R Us, YouTube, Instagram, and Tumblr at Horror Nights and Podcast. I will also have Don't Fuck With The Originals, all of their social media linked in the show notes as well. Um, so as you know from the title and from my tweet, we are going to be delving into the iconic, legendary, and most badass film featuring witches, The Craft. So of course, I'm going to be giving you the Rotten Tomatoes, IMDb score, the plot, characters, and then we are going to be giving you our honest and horrific opinion of the film. But before we get into the films, I want to spotlight my guests, Don't Fuck With The Original, with a little Q&A. So... Ladies, tell the people who you are, about your podcast, what made you want to do this, and how long you've been around. Well, I'm 26 years old, so <laughs> <laughs> I've been around 26 years. I'm in dog years. Uh, whatever 26 times 7 is, I can't do that that fast. That's way too much math for my brain. Um, so we um, started the podcast back in January of this year, actually. What? She's got me thinking, when we started uh, talking about it last year, what was it that actually, like, jolted us to... Well, what originally started it was we had talked about starting... I think we'd kind of thrown around the idea of doing a podcast, but then what ultimately settled on what we were going to do and what it was going to be about was when we had found out about the... The Child's Child Child Play remake. remake. <laughs> oh, really? That us <laughs> down... You know, we, we got so, this, like, long... I gotta tell the story. It. You gotta hear the story about it, okay? So I'm over at one of my best friend's house, and I get this notification about a Child's Play remake, and I was like, excuse me? So I, like, clicked on it, and I looked at it, and I was like, what in the fuck is this? And um, mm-hmm. I immediately called Becky, and I was like, I'm gonna send you a link. I need you to see this. Okay. And it got really quiet, and she was like, what the fuck? Did you see that? Did you guys see the film? Mm-hmm. Oh, you no, did. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't want to see it. With her story, we'll we'll give you our opinion. Oh, okay, 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 okay. So the the way we got our name, actually, we owe it to my friend I was with at the time. Um, shout out Kai. She literally was like, "I don't understand why they have to keep making remakes. Like, seriously, don't fuck with the original." Wow. And I literally looked at her and I was like. 
that's a perfect name for the podcast. Oh, so okay, cool. That he was on the phone at the time. She said that, and I said that to her, and she's like, oh, my God. And I was like, you just you just picked the name for the podcast, and <laughs> there you go. That's the rest of the story. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. That's so awesome. Yeah. Okay. Um, the second question I have is, what is each of your favorite horror films? Conjuring. Oh. Uh, so I was going to say, I already knew the answer for you, for you, Casper, but I wasn't sure. Everybody knows it's The Conjuring. I fall asleep to that movie. It's my nap movie. I put it on in the background. It's Oh, my I God. You fall asleep. A thousand times. Like, I... <laughs> oh, my God. You fall asleep to that film? You're in... Literally, crazy. Like, listen, I will, I will put... When I want to take a nap, I go on Netflix. I put on The Conjuring. I'm asleep. Usually right about the time when they start the, what's your name? Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. And then I always wake up at the exorcism. <laughs> I always wake up at the Oh, my God. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, I've heard her tell this before, too. I'm like, really? The first I mean, time I have it, it scared the fuck out of me. I mean. I flew off the couch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I fall asleep to scream, but scream is nowhere near as scary as the conjuring. But, hey, everybody's different, so. Oh my yeah, lord. And uh what about you, Becky? Which one do you like? So I I'm about and I've mentioned this if anybody's listened to the podcast before that uh I have a ten year age difference with Casper. So okay. my well, okay, nine. <laughs> um <laughs> and picking my favorite horror film is really hard because I have been watching horror movies since I was probably about seven or eight years old. So um, usually my my go-to when people ask me that is I, I tell them I would rather it narrow it down to my favorite horror series. Okay. And my favorite horror series uh, by far always and will be the Nightmare on Elm Street series. Oh, okay. Awesome. Very iconic. So, did you like the remake? <laughs> My favorite horror movie before The Conjuring was A Nightmare on Elm Street. Street. Yeah. So, yeah. Really? Like that? So, did you did you like the the remake that came out a few years ago? I didn't hate it. Okay. I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it either. Okay. I thought it paid homage to what Wes Craven originally wanted the story to be, mm-hmm. but I, I don't like the sinister Freddy. I don't. I like the bantery prime time bitch Freddy. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I have to agree. I was gonna say too that uh, the Conjuring is uh, one of one of my favorite films, but kind of more for sentimental reasons. Uh, okay. My mom died the year that movie came out. Okay. And my mom was my kind of my horror buddy, you know, like that was okay. her thing. And uh, that was the last movie that we saw before she passed away. And she oh, okay. absolutely loved that movie. So Okay, love that. That's great. I also just want to make a quick comment. Um, I didn't listen to the episode that you guys just put out on Wednesday, the previous one where you guys were talking about films that you hated. And Becky, I'm going to have to agree with you. A wholeheartedly 100% that Babadook is the shittiest movie in the entire world. <laughs> it's okay. I'm the- Yay! <laughs> Shots fired. Shots fired. 
because I was in my car listening to the podcast and you were like, fuck that mother. She's the shittiest fucking mother. And I was like, oh my God. Yes, I agree. She's the shittiest mother in the entire world. I was like, yes. Literally what I said. I'm so happy to hear that. 100%. I was in my car and I was like, I was like, I'm pretty, because I did the Babadook. Uh, I think I did it at the end of last year and I was like, I pretty much did the same thing. I said I couldn't even pay attention to the, the actual Babadook because I was so distracted by her being an abusive, terrible mother. So I 100% agree with you on that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so... <laughs> Um, so that's where the, so the name, I have a question about the name. Um, it didn't Sydney Prescott say that in like Scream 2 or 3, she said, or maybe it was even 4. She said, okay, she said, don't fuck with the original. That's where I thought you guys got it from. Yep. But it's actually funny because she does say, she said, you forgot the first rule, the first rule of remakes, Jill. Don't Don't fuck fuck with with the original. Okay. It is funny because, um, like when Kai said why can't you just not like don't fuck with the original that's what we're i like we really picked it up from was her and yeah then i realized okay oh, that's an actual line from scream 4 oh <laughs> and I okay watched the movie and i was like oh this couldn't fit any better <laughs> right awesome and then i know on your guys's twitter um sydney or uh, nev campbell approved it too because you met her didn't you casper i did that was a lot <laughs> Yeah, I can't believe you had the like uh, the wherewithal to even tell her that you had a podcast that I wouldn't even be able to speak if I was around her. Well, what was really hard too is I met Faruza Bach this year. I was year just well. gonna was say you met Faruza. Like they they were sitting like, oh Jesus next to each other, and um, when I walked up to Nev Campbell, I told her I was like, "Scream is the reason I got into horror." Ah, I would have started crying, <laughs> and I was just like thank you so much for being a part of that amazing series and she was just so sweet about it and I said we actually have a I have a horror podcast with one of my best friends and it's called don't fuck with the original and she was like oh my god that's so awesome I wish you all the best of luck on that podcast like Ah! she was just so sweet about it and I was like Nev Campbell's seal of approval baby yeah she definitely definitely like gave you guys something great because you guys have a great following um on your podby which is amazing considering um the podcast is relatively new you said you started it in july january oh january okay january okay that's awesome though that's that's amazing um so the last question i have before we get into the film is what is your favorite halloween memory so either of you guys can go first i'll let you go first because i gotta think really hard Because I didn't have a Halloween until I was 19 years old. Uh, Yeah. um, Well, you know, I think probably my favorite one, and uh, this goes – actually, I have have a favorite one, and then I have a horrible one that's actually really funny. So (laughs) okay, now. But the favorite one – because I I like to tell it because people are like, oh, my God. And I'm like, no, it's funny now. But uh, the favorite one, again, with my mom, like my mom would go – all out for Halloween. Okay. And our neighbors across the street were Jehovah's Witnesses, so they didn't celebrate Halloween. So they like hated us even more because my mom would like one up it every year. And I mean, like lights and like the 
you know, would have, like, my brother dress up in, like, a skeleton costume and scare mm-hmm. people sitting on the porch and, like, jump at him when they would try to grab candy. And one year, she made, she had, um, like, a big cauldron where she made a uh, hot cider for everybody, and she dressed like a witch. So that was really cool. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's like, so cool. Like, for Halloween, like every year, it was that's awesome. amazing. The movies, the music, the whole thing. Um, and then, like my worst memory was this is is I kind of have PTSD now with haunted houses. Oh so, no! <laughs> I was nine. Went to like a haunted house that most people probably wouldn't think was very scary now, but at nine it horrified me, and I got lost from my mom and my brother. And I'm already terrified of clowns if people are fans of our podcast. And I got lost in a circus room, and I got cornered by three clowns, had a panic attack, passed out, woke up to the EMTs there. Uh, They had to shut down the whole... (laughs) Holy shit, they shut down the whole thing? (laughs) (laughs) They shut the whole thing. Oh my god, there's always one. hysterical now, but obviously it was very traumatic then. Um, (laughs) Shut the whole thing down, the actors are out there, there's people that were waiting in line out there, there's like ambulance, they've got oxygen on me, like... Oh my god. I wake up like, what's going on? And there's like this whole big thing, and I've... I've never been able to go to another haunted house since. So. Really? Oh my god! So you would never do like an extreme haunt? <laughs> oh my god! Uh, yeah, I watched your video. On did that. you Did you watch that? <laughs> Isn't that crazy, not, dude? And I've heard of those before, and you got me all the way fucked. Up. First of all, I'm black. I know how these movies end. I don't think so. <laughs> oh my god! People know black people. People know how black people die in horror movies. Not so much now, but we know what happened then. Those the documentary is like it's it's chilling like the the blackout experiments documentary I watched that's what got me like all fucked up because I was like these people that do this are severely like I don't even know you watch the video if you guys want to watch a video go to my YouTube Horror Nights and podcast um, the video is called Extreme Haunt so y'all can watch that there um, it's one of those things where some people just really like an extreme adrenaline rush. Some people like to bungee jump. Some people like to jump out of planes. Yeah, some you're people right. Like mm-hmm. these extreme haunts. I'm good. Yeah. I'm, okay. I'm on all that. <laughs> I like okay. To know I'm not <laughs> yeah. Right. I'm high on life. So. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Casper, what is your favorite Halloween memory? Or a funny one. So, it doesn't have to be your favorite. It could be funny. I'm not really allowed to. I Halloween wasn't a thing in my life until I was like 19 because I stood up to my parents and was like, I want to celebrate Halloween. Love that. <laughs> so, um, my favorite Halloween memory has to be, and this is this is so cheesy, and everyone that knows me is probably going to be like, really? The first year I ever dressed up, I went all out. I spent almost two hundred dollars on my costume. And I bought the entire detailed Anna from Frozen costume. Ah, that's Just awesome. So detailed. I got the wig. I got the entire dress, the boots. I got everything. And my favorite memory was going to Trunk or Treat with my sister. And <coughs> these little girls just freaking out. Like, these, I am not kidding. Like, there were these little girls screaming Anna's here. And they were like... 
they had someone actually announce it over the speaker. Like, we've spotted Anna from Frozen. Oh, I my God. I take pictures with me. And I was like, bitch, listen, if this is what it's like to be a Disney princess, I'm moving. <laughs> I'm going to do this for a full-time job. Oh, my God. You have to send me a picture of – you have a picture of you in the costume? I do. I have a picture of me with the, the pink cloak on and the pink cloak and off. And she does. I do look like Anna. Oh my god, you have to send it to me. I want to see it. You have to send it to me after we're finished recording so I can see it. Um, I, I definitely will. But yeah, that that meant so much to me because that was that was actually the first Halloween I ever celebrated. Love and that. It, I actually had tears in my eyes because I was like, Yeah, I got chills. Amazing. That's amazing. That's beautiful. Kids came up to me like, oh my god, it's Anna. Can I get a picture? I was like, you can get it whatever you want. Yeah, for sure. Like, not only was it like, yeah, not only was it so sentimental for you because you obviously love Halloween, but you made these little girls Halloween in addition to making your own. So that's great. Love that. That's a good one. Um, So let's move on to the film. So obviously you guys know we're doing the craft. So Rotten Tomatoes gave this film a 55% with 65% of the audience liking it. Um, IMDb gave it a 6.3 out of 10. So the craft was released July 2nd, 1997 with a running time of 101 minutes. Um, The film was written by Andrew Fleming. Um, He also directed um, the film as, or yeah, he he directed the film as well. He also has been associated with many films like Easy A, Friends with Benefits. Um, This film also has a wonderful cast. Um, These ladies have been connected to so many iconic other films um, like the Scream franchise, Almost Famous, American um, History X, also Empire Records. So we have Feruza Bulk, we have Nev Campbell, Rachel True, um, and then Robert uh, Robin Tooney. So also we have um, Skeet Ulrich, who was in Scream with Nev Campbell as well. Um, so I'm going to do a quick summary. So the film centers around Sarah Bailey. She's a 16-year-old troubled teen with a painful past and a history of suicidal tendencies and hallucination. Um, She moves to Los Angeles with her father and her stepmother to start a new life, and she is enrolled into a Catholic school. So it's at this school that she comes into contact with three unlikely friends, Nancy, Bonnie, and Raquel. All of these, they're all social outcasts with various problems in their lives that they wish they could fix. So the three girls actually dabble in occult practices as well, and when they notice Sarah has the power of a natural witch, they talk her into joining their coven. Um, When Sarah joins, they soon realize that a fourth witch in the coven, they can begin to cast spells they couldn't before and begin to amend all the things wrong in their lives. But like everything else in life, things come with a price. Um, So first and foremost, there actually is like a revamp and reboot of the film. It is headed by Blumhouse and the original film studio Columbia uh, Pictures. Zoe Lister-Jones was actually appointed as writer and director who is an actress turned director. Uh, The girls that make up the group are none of whom that I've ever heard of, but like that doesn't mean anything. So um, we have... Kaylee, Spaney, Gildian, Aldoran, Lovey, uh, Simon, and Zoe Lane. Um, and then, actually, Casper and Becky told me a little detail that I didn't know about this film. So what did, what, what did you tell Who else is going to be in this film? <laughs> that one person that you mentioned. What was Sorry. No, it's okay. Uh, no, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, because actually, I was, we were just talking about it, and... Um, 
it's actually going to be, they just announced this a week ago. David Duchovny is uh, slated to star in it. So okay, they don't, they don't see who he's going to play yet. I'm assuming he's probably going to, since the cast is supposed to be in high school, like yeah. the original cast, I'm guessing he's probably playing somebody's dad. Yeah. Probably uh, Sarah's dad. Sarah's dad. Oh, yeah, that would make sense. I was, like, trying to think of, like, a male figure that's in the film. The only one I could really think of is, like, the one um, when Nancy, like, that shithead of a boyfriend that she, like, gives a heart attack to in the trailer. But I was like, he can't. That's such a small part. And I don't even know if they're going to keep that in the film. So Anything about Yeah, that's true. Because it was just kind of, like not even a secondary character yeah exactly so that makes sense. all of the people like we don't know and actually my cousin pointed this out i kind of like that i don't know any of them yeah because i can't form an opinion that's true so you know? one one is actually a transgender actress which is pretty dope um I can't, I don't know which one it is. I think it's mm, Gideon, maybe. Um, I could be wrong. Um, but how do you feel <laughs> about this reboot of The Craft? <laughs> you know what? I just saw that um, Michelle Monaghan is going to play in it as well. So I wonder if she's going to be Sarah's mom. That's possible. Perhaps, you perhaps, know. perhaps. Um, I, you know... I was actually talking about this. I, I'm not opposed to a remake of The Craft, and I think more so because I kind of like the idea of where they're going with with making it more modern day and more inclusive mm-hmm. with, um, you know, a Latina character, a transgender character. I mean, this is all something that girls themselves can relate to. Yeah. I know that... When you mentioned that the movie came out in 1997, my face, I was like, I was in junior high. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ah. uh, and, you know, again, like I said, being black in junior high, uh, I, I go back to uh, Rochelle's character, Rachel True, in mm-hmm. the original craft and how her and me being a young witch myself at the time and her character was so significant to me because I wasn't in a predominantly white school, but I still went through racist issues at that time with, you know, dumb racist girls. Okay. And I mean, you wouldn't believe how many times where I was like, bitch, if I could pluck a piece of your hair out and make your hair fall out, you have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> that movie, I was like, mm, if only, uh, you know, like, like, where's my coven? Where's my other three? Where is it? <laughs> Uh, so I related so much, you know, but anybody who at that age is being bullied for whatever reason, whether it's race, whether it's because you have glasses, whether it's because you have a lisp or whatever, anybody to have a character that you can directly relate to in a movie like that is, is really important and significant. Mm-hmm. And that's why that movie has been so important and significant to me. So if they can remake it and have just as significant characters to younger girls now mm-hmm. that is incredible and also paint witchcraft and a I, you know i think people can say that maybe that movie painted it in a negative light but i don't think it did i think it painted it in a positive light and i think that it could paint it in an even more positive of a light in a remake to touch on it more because we are seeing a lot more modern day witches and it's being talked about a lot more than what it was in the long time that i've been practicing it so 
Um, I think there's a lot of positives to it. Uh, you know, people sometimes get it twisted with our name. Yes, don't fuck with the original, but sometimes it it get, it can be okay. Sometimes um, it's okay. And if it's done <laughs> right, then I, I I can dig it. And uh, so far, um, I'm liking the fact that, again, like Casper said, I don't really know who the cast is, so I can't really make a judgment one way or the other, so I kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we'll just have to see at this point I, I don't I don't like to call it now without knowing but all I can say is so far what I'm hearing I'm liking um and I really like Bloom House so I, yeah I like Jason Bloom a lot oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah a lot you know so, Luigi and he's the guy's done everything so the Luigi board, the Luigi board. <laughs> um so as far as my opinion when I first heard about it, I'm going to be straight up. I was pissed. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can I relate. Know. I was pissed. I, I was can like, relate. Can we leave this movie alone? It's perfect the way it is. It is. <laughs> and I'm still a little standoffish tonight. I'm not like all of the positives surrounding it. I agree with everything that Becky said. Everything. Yeah. Because you do, you do need those characters that you can relate to. And having a transgender character is amazing because mm-hmm. that needs to be especially an actual transgender mm-hmm. that needs to be more prevalent in film now because having a character that you can relate to and reach out to it is so important. So as far as all that's concerned, I, I am so for all of that. I'm just, I'm so in love with the old movie that I'm going to, I will always give a remake a chance. Always. So I'm curious. I should just say, I'm curious to see how it's going to go. Yeah, same. Um, I feel like that's actually a really good point that Becky pointed out. I didn't even think about that way. I was just so pissed that they were remaking it because I was because I, I like I agree with Casper. I think it's I think the original is so perfect that you don't want to ever mess with it. But the idea that witchcraft, I feel like for many years, has had such a negative stigma towards it. And, um, you know, touching more on what, what uh, Becky said, that it is sort of becoming more accepted um, mainstream now. There is actually a witch store right across the street from my house. And the guy who owns it is great. Like, he's he's gay. He's super awesome. Like, and to have, like, somebody who is, like, a Wiccan with... And, like, I remember one time, I'll, I'll say a quick story. Um, I grew up Roman Catholic, so we are pretty much told not that anything else that's not from the Bible is considered negative. Um, as I grew up, I kind of shifted away from that a little bit. Um, and I have a few books in my bookcase that I'm actually looking at right now that are on Wicca. And I just think it's such an interesting, um, I want to say like dynamic religion, but I broke a mirror a few months ago and I started freaking out and like because all these bad things started happening and like everything and I was like it's because I broke the mirror and I didn't know what to do so I went across the street to the to the to the store and he was able to like he made me just feel so much better because he kind of explained to me um the superstition behind it and he gave me like a candle and I got a bunch of different like um like herbs and things like that and as soon as I did exactly what he said everything kind of went back to normal so I'm not sure if that kind of relates to anything Becky that you would believe in um 
just because I just find that whole thing so fascinating. So I don't know if you had any thoughts on that, like with the broken mirror, things like that, the superstitions, how it kind of plays into witchcraft, because I have always found witchcraft so fascinating. And I know there's different dynamics to it too, I believe. Just correct me if I'm wrong. So uh, there are, there's a lot of different dynamics. Um, so I actually now don't, necessarily practice Wiccan. Um, okay. I was Wiccan for many years, uh, from the age of 13 to, I'd say probably about early twenties. Um, and now just from reading more and more upon different religions themselves, um, I kind of consider myself more esoteric and that means I'm kind of polytheistic and that I, I do believe in different, um, gods, goddesses and things like that, but I do still sort of fall under some Christian beliefs where I do believe in a father God. I do believe in Jesus. Um, but Mm -hmm. I also kind of believe more in a divine feminine as, um, more, a lot more esoteric, Christian or uh, witches rather sort of I, I don't really like to use the word worship but but worship more of a divine feminine character so mm-hmm. more so that could be in the form of a goddess that could be in the form of the Virgin Mary that could be in the form of Lilith um you know I, it could go on and on and on and on even into like Egyptian cultures but um I was Wiccan for a very long time and it is being a, but the, the quote unquote just label of witch can, can be very multifaceted um, because ultimately, and going back to your story about the mirror and the way that the gentleman helped you mm-hmm. with you know, that negative energy, what candles and the herbs and incenses like that do are more for the intent. So it's, it's the intent it's it's that is all encompassed in with the cleansing aspect of it yeah but if you give words and things out there as as some of some people would call spells um it's putting out the intention on what you want to happen but really that's no different in my eyes than a prayer you know a lot of different okay. christian religions light candles light incenses have prayers have angels um, you know, all different types of things. And I believe in angels as well. Um, I think probably the only thing that I would differ really from anybody is that I don't believe in a literal Satan. Uh, but I do believe that evil does exist and I do believe that demons exist as well. Oh yeah, uh, absolutely. But yeah, for sure. Um, well, like, mm, oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. I've, I've seen <laughs> a few and met a few and known a few in my time. Not a fan. Not a fan at all. But uh, yeah, and um, I think I just like I said, I I like though that now I feel like in my thirties I can be more open and just saying that I'm a witch and I can explain it to people in a way that now they're more open and accepting. Whereas before, when I would say I was a witch, it was either met with "Oh my God, you're gonna burn in hell." Or yeah. people would get super sarcastic and go, oh, what are you going to do? Twitch your nose and cast a spell on me? And it's like, I wish I could. Yeah. Uh, I wish I could. I wish I could. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, it's kind of, yeah. Too, coming from, I came from a Baptist background. So yeah. witches were evil. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. they worshipped Satan. And that's what I believed for years. And I mean, 
Becky, and my entire world was just like, what? (laughs) I was like, you believe in God? You don't worship, you don't believe, what? Help. Yeah. (laughs) You believe in God, but you don't worship God, and you don't believe in the devil. What? I'm like, I need help. And it was actually, (laughs) coming from, like, for anybody out there listening that really don't know any witches or what real, you know, uh, Wiccan or that whole, you know, thing is about talk to somebody about it yeah. because it will absolutely change your entire mind on mm-hmm. which is there's things that Becky has helped me with personally with cleansings and I'm still learning and I'm yeah. fascinated by it. I absolutely love it. I love every single bit of it. Yeah, I I find it so so fascinating. Um another question I guess that I had was um I've heard, this is just kind of what I've heard, like with with sage, right? You're supposed to use it to like cleanse your house. Um, but I've heard that if you burn it and you don't own the establishment, that's actually a negative thing. Can you can you talk about that a little bit? You know, that's, that's not something that I've ever heard. Yeah. Um, I think you can go in and... You can cleanse someone else's. I've I've cleansed other people's houses. Okay. With sage. Okay. The only thing that I've ever heard is where you actually buy your sage from mm. can be steal because some people will go to like a Halloween store and buy sage, and I'm like, please don't do that. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's crazy. Please don't, do that. please don't do that. Like that is not real sage. That's not gonna rid anything. That's actually. Not going to do anything. You just um, just you know, go. Not, it's not you're literally not going to do anything. So um, no, I'm I'm not familiar with that. I, uh, actually, I've I've never heard of that. But um, I have I, the main thing that I have heard is just be. It's really better if you're planning on using sage for a cleansing. Mm-hmm. It's really better to buy it from like the place you said across the street from you. It's yeah. better to get it at like a witch store because those those are usually bundled and blessed by witches so you okay. know you're getting a lot of not only are you getting real sage you're also getting something that's been blessed and has a lot of very positive energy in it okay so it'll make it likely that it will get rid of whatever negativity is is in your space okay so another question i have then is because actually becky I had no idea that this was something that you did so i'm actually really excited that we're doing this even more so now <laughs> I didn't, I, I had no idea. (laughs) Um, so in the craft, obviously you've seen the film, um, were the things that they were doing in the spells and like the things that we were seeing and the things they were wearing and basically what they were doing, was it accurate or was it, were there, you know, were there some things that were like, oh, that could never, you know, that's not how that works. Or was it like, oh wow, that's like super spot on. Well, one, so there were a few things. Um, I found out years later, you know, like I said, I saw the, the first time I saw the movie, I was like 14. Okay. Um, and then I found out years later that uh, Feruza Balk is actually Wiccan. So uh, okay. that was actually a big, a big part in what got her, ca- got her cast in the movie. Uh, and then they also had a witch on set that acted as an advisor to make sure that the movie didn't offend anyone you know Mm -hmm. they could make it as accurate as possible but also Mm kind of hollywood zhuzh it up a little bit so 
the the Menon character, the yeah. Menon or whatever they were saying. Yeah. That's it. I don't know where that word came from. It I sounds like the name for Thor's hammer. Actually. <laughs> oh, you know what? Yeah, it was. Oh, okay. So that's not a real. So is there something that's in the Wiccan faith that would be something? Because I remember Fruzabulk, she kind of explained it and said that, you know, if God and the devil were playing in a football stadium, Menon would be the stadium or the the, tree, the sun and the, the. Is that something that could relate to. Right, right. So, uh, I, I liked that. Yeah, me too. Me too. Giving that explanation. And I think more so, what, what I now take away from that is that she was giving more of an explanation and more so of what I kind of believe in as, um, I, I sort of, I kind of look more towards Sarah's character as like a natural witch. Cause I've always yeah. had that kind of thing where I've, I've used a lot of herbs and, and natural medicines and remedies and things like that even before I even thought about being a witch per se. Mm-hmm. But describing that that part in that in the movie is more so what I believe in in the fact that um, God is all around us. I think as you're taught as a Christian that God is just in heaven. But to me and what I believe in is that God angel they're all around us all the time okay it's in the sun it's in the moon it's in the stars it's in the earth okay it's in a flower that you smell it's the wind in the trees it's it's literally god is all around you so that was my takeaway of that part in the movie because okay there really is no man on central figure uh wiccans are very it's more of a poly a polytheistic religion okay much like paganism egyptians so on and so forth so the greeks the romans there's um there's uh there's gods different gods that they worship there's goddesses that they worship and these gods and goddesses all have a certain intent intent and purpose on what they're worshipped for. So okay. if it's in the tank of the seasons, if it's for prosperity, if it's for love, if it's for money, if it's for whatever type of spell or meditation you're going to do, it would be to that specific god or goddess putting your intents and and then leaving them a blessing or an offering um, as a thank you. Yeah, so that's yeah. Where alter and different thing like that would come into play so besides the man on thing 90 percent of the movie was pretty damn spot on i mean what they were That's doing awesome. was drinking the you know drinking the wine and giving out the intentions when they were all sitting around on the in the park or whatever on the blanket yeah uh but the one part i the one part too when sarah is binding Nancy. Now that is something that's very significant to witches, binding spells, uh, binding, taking something that's familiar from someone who has done you harm and binding them. It's basically just pushing their negative energy away from you. It's almost like a, a banishment in a way where you're not, you're not physically banishing them, but you're spiritually banishing their energy away from you. So that is actually very well real taking a picture or something of someone and wrapping a piece of white ribbon around it the color of white is pure so okay uh, yeah i love that Uh, that, that's so cool i love it especially because that scene is is very real to to witches Oh my god, I love this. this. is so interesting to me. I'm like getting chills. I love it. I'm so. Ex- I'm so excited. This no, this is so cool. 
Uh, the only thing, you know, the only thing, of course, that's the Hollywood part. You know, we can't shape shift. We can't. Damn it. I'd be like, I'm going to join in this now. I want to shape shift. (laughs) Um, So even like when they were calling the corners, like they each represent like earth, wind, fire, all that kind of thing. That's all represented correctly. All of that. Yeah. Having the different uh, representations. Like uh, for me with my altar, it's, you know, holy water is a representation for water and, and fire is a candle and incense is for air and you have salt or sand for earth. And uh, those are all to the four corners of the guardians, north, south, east, and west. And, you know, there's actually in more so what I believe in, in some esoteric religions, each of those four corners are also representative to angels as well. So you have Gabriel, Uriel, Michael, um, the archangels. So those are all encompassed with uh, the elements and the four corners too. So that, so that was also another part that was very real in the movie. So interesting. I love that. Um. <laughs> yeah, there's even times now I'm still like, teach me things. I'm yeah. Like, teach me things. It's so interesting because, yeah, like I said, I grew up knowing one thing, one God, you know, the devil, and that anything that wasn't of human flesh was considered demonic. Um, but I mean, that's, so it's so as yeah as I got older and I started looking into these all these you know as, different religions especially Wicca because I always found it so cool and so interesting. Um, would I ever practice it? Probably not. I definitely love studying it. I love reading about it. Um, so the next question I have is so why I guess we we can start with 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 Casper because Becky and I have been talking and just been talking her ear off. Um, <laughs> Me too, me too. I haven't even heard this much. I know, it's so interesting. Um, So why do you love the craft? Like what about it just makes you feel like warm and fuzzy inside? It's a very warm, fuzzy movie. It is a very warm, fuzzy movie. Um, God, that's a crap. I'm like, I don't know. Like why do we keep watching it over and over again? Like no matter how many times, because I know that you and I have talked about this. I've seen the craft probably 60 bajillion times and you are the same way. Like what keeps us going, drawing back to that movie? Like what is it about the film that makes you... The fascination with Wiccan. Yeah. I, I really, that's that's a big solid part of it because like you, I was already Baptist and Catholicism yep. is a lot the same. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So like everything you're saying, I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> um, so just the fascination with that, and knowing like Becky has said that a lot of it's real, and um, I absolutely love the cast. That's that's a big part of it too. Um, but the movie's just fascinating because it's like this is a real thing. Like mm-hmm. this is a real thing that people actually worship. This is a thing. Well, not that. he's the sun the sky Uh, the moon the whatever that shines down on i forget what the exact quote is but (laughs) yeah i even did light as a feather stiff as a board when i was younger oh yeah what it didn't work work to that extent let me let me clarify (laughs) it didn't work to the extent where we took our fingers away and she stayed in the air (laughs) it did that no oh lord Um, but it did work. It was, uh, there was a girl, it, it was a slumber party, and we used to do those games. I don't know if you guys did this. You might have done this, where 
you, this was really stupid now looking back on it, where you would call on something to scratch you. Oh, no, I've never yeah. heard of that before. You know what I'm talking about? That, a couple of the sleepovers I And a couple to. times it fucking worked, and we would freak out. Now I look back on it, and I'm like, you're a dumb idiot. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> like, no, no, thanks. You were calling on some fucking demons, you dumbass. Yeah, no, that's um, why I won't touch Ouija boards, because people don't know no, how to use no. them. I, if I, I, I will never use one. I've never used one. I never will. Ouija board? A Luigi board? A Luigi and Mario board? Oja. Um, so we were just, she was laying on the floor and we were like, let's play Liza Feather Stiff as a board. I think there were five of us around her, um, if I remember correctly, and it fucking worked. Ugh. The first time we did it, it didn't, but the second time we did it, I was like, she's coming off the ground. She's coming off the ground. I'm like, what is happening? Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. I get too scared. <laughs> I think I did it one time. I think I did it one time. And it's funny because I actually went to a private Catholic school and I did it with the girls that I went to school with in like eighth grade. Um, but it didn't work. So. <laughs> you weren't calling on the right demons. I guess I not. I I guess that's great news. I guess not. No thanks. I don't want anything to do with demons. No thank you. That's why I don't know how you watch How You Fall Asleep to the Conjuring. I just, ugh, I can't. Demons? Demons scare me a lot. Like I told you how I feel about the Warrens. It's a, uh, yeah, that's true. It's a movie to me because Lorraine and Ed are two of my biggest heroes. So it's it's more of a calming movie to me. I know that makes no sense to No, a lot no, no. People, no, I clearly a demon in that movie, but it's No, like Wes Craven is that way to me. Like Wes Craven like when he died I cried so hard. So like anytime I watch any of his films it's like a hug. <laughs> so anytime I watch anything with Fear yes. Farmiga and Patrick Wilson playing Ed Lorraine Warren, it's literally like Ed and Lorraine are right with me. It's yeah. it's it's literally like a hug physically from them. Yeah. That's why the Conjuring series means so much to me. A big reason why is because of them. But going back to your question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I think it is really the Wiccan aspect of it and just really learning more and more about the uh, the religion itself. Because I, I genuinely love watching that movie and the magic in it and, you know, all that stuff. So. Yeah, I like. Uh, I think another reason why we gravitate towards this film is because the casting director did such an amazing job with the four girls. Um, they each complement each other so well, and we watch them evolve into these girls who are like outcasts, as I said in the summary, to these very powerful witches that can pretty much do anything so I think it's a lot of like girl power in there too female empowerment um so anytime you watch that film like I feel like when I finish it I feel like a badass who can female who can like go and like you know say to a guy like you're nothing or whatever you know whatever um Nancy you don't even exist to me yeah that yeah exactly that's what I'm saying like when that's what I'm saying. Like, there's not, especially in the 90s and the early 2000s, there weren't a lot of films that, and even nowadays, that have just, like, that all-female cast that dominates the entire movie. It centers on them. Like, there's there's that one little tiny love story, but, like, he becomes obsessive and practically, like, you know, tries to force himself on her. Um, 
that doesn't have to involve like a love story. You know what I'm saying? I know that there's a, I forget what it's called when there's a film that just involves females that has nothing to do with love. I forget it's a theory or something or it's a test. It's called, I can't remember what it is right now, but a lot of films actually lose this test because Anytime there's a female-driven cast, it's always about them trying to find love and fall in love. So the craft, I think it's 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 set aside because it's on this kind of like pedestal in our minds because we were we're not used to that. We're not used to seeing these four badass females in in a movie kind of taking over and just, you know, killing it. So I think that's another reason why we like it too. That makes so much sense because I am definitely one of those people that anything that's very extremely female driven, it draws me to it mm-hmm. because of that reason. Because I feel like I can fucking take on the world. Exactly. And like anything. Mm-hmm. And obviously, and I, not to bring up Frozen again, but I think that's <laughs> one of the reasons why I love Frozen so much because she wasn't saved by a man. Correct. And she doesn't need to be she saved by a man. Mm hmm. And I was like, bitch, I don't need no man. I'm fine by myself. Exactly. Exactly. And there's a... Because fucking Mulan was like, hey, you're kind of cool and I like you, but you're kind of a secondary character. Exactly. And I really think that... um, I can't remember what his name was in in, in the craft, but... Um, Skeet, I can't remember what his name is for the life of me right now. I don't know. Um, Chris. yeah, Chris. Chris, yeah, he was like a, a, a third tier character. Like he was just one of their pawns and like, that's amazing that, that they're showing all of this. It's, it's amazing. I loved it. And I think that's, I think it's a timeless film. I think it's one of my top four, five films of all time. My favorite. So oh down and it still it still stands Mm -hmm. like it's still relevant it's still you know i have a hoodie that says we are the weirdos mister and uh shout out to rocket horror apparel they're like buy all of our shit from yeah buy everything from rocket horror apparel based out of salem massachusetts uh Yeah. That's, that's a huge thing. And that, that 
part in that movie was incredibly significant because I got teased for my hair. I got teased for all different things like that. And, uh, yeah, just having that, like standing up to your bullies, standing up to the douchebag guy, standing up, you know, that, that's, that is incredible for any woman, any young girl to see and to have that like female empowerment Mm. with with or without the, the witch aspect to it. But it was basically a better version of mean girls. Yeah, I remember you said that. That's funny. You said that. You said that on Twitter, and I was like, I never made the correlation between Mean Girls and the Craft, but I guess it's right. The Craft is black, like colors, and the and Mean Girls is pink. So I guess it works. It kind of, I mean, Mean Girls is a little bit more girly, and it focuses a little bit more on love. Oh yeah, that's true. With Aaron Samuels, I remember his name. <laughs> Aaron Samuels. Aaron Samuels. <laughs> I want my pink shirt back. I will quote that entire movie. Oh my god, yeah. right? I think everybody could, and I could do it with the craft too. Like I can't. Like I oh, made. I had my yeah. sis, my sister watch it. My sister's eighteen years old. Shout out to her. Um, I had her watch it, and I was quoting the whole movie and she was like I'm not gonna watch this with you anymore this is I'm talking about the craft she's like I'm not gonna watch this with you anymore if you keep saying all the lines <laughs> with every movie I watch with my husband and he's like I don't want to watch this anymore you quoted, gonna do. you quoted the entire Beetlejuice movie oh, I can't. oh that's amazing have you um <laughs> have you been to Beetle House have you ever been to there do you know what that is in New York City it's a restaurant it's a Tim Burton themed yeah. restaurant. I have a couple friends that have been there twice now, and they've seen the play twice. Layside, <laughs> it will happen. Layside. So I actually, mm, this is, he's not going to listen to it. I actually know the owner of Beetle House, but he doesn't really like me. <laughs> um. <laughs> It's a really, it's a really long story. Basically, like I met him and he liked me, but, and I was like, cool, like let's date. And he was like, no, I can't. Like I'm still married. And like, oh my God, I really shouldn't be talking about this on my podcast. (laughs) And he basically is it really bad that I come sometimes like forget we're doing an actual podcast? Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, <laughs> and he was just like, oh, like my wife, she's crazy. And like, I have kids. And I'm like, you're so annoying. And I used to work in Manhattan. So I would be like, I would see his like, I would see where his restaurant was. And I would met, I remember I texted him one time. I was like, hey, like, um, can I come in just to see the restaurant? And he just never answered me. And I was like, oh, well. And then I remember I called him out on it on, like, Instagram or something because he would, like, like my pictures. But he would never talk to me. And I'm like, dude, what is your problem? And then he sent me this really long message. And I was like, all right, whatever. I'm over it. So I don't think he likes me. So I can't go there. <laughs> what? Again, like I said at the beginning, I don't take his side. Uh, no, not at all. We don't at all. So, no, ma'am. Just no math. Um, but yeah, that's funny. So, yeah, you should go. I mean, I've seen pictures of it. I have two friends that went. They said it was pretty cool. So, I don't yeah, know. my friends that went, um, they went, I think it was a couple years ago, they went and ran into Emma Stone. Like, at a, at a, not at that place, but it was literally like a bar, like, right next to it. They sent me a picture, and I'm like, is that motherfucking Emma? Bitch. <laughs> 
Emma Stone. Oh my god, that's really funny. Emma Stone and all I can think of is Blues Traveler. I would only think of Easy A when she's like, ooh, bird. That's the only thing I would say to her. so much. That's funny we say that because... That's, that was the first movie I ever saw her into. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot she was in that film. That's funny. We're talking about EZA and Emma Stone because the same, the same director as The Craft. <laughs> um, oh, my God. There you go. Yeah. Man, he knows how, he, he's got some good girls in his shit. Yeah, I was just going yeah, to gonna say, wow, he's got a pretty good female leads in his back pocket. Um, so, last question I have is, who is your favorite witch and why? <laughs> so either of you guys can go first. I pretty much know your answers, but I want to hear them. <laughs> and why do you love Nancy? Oh my God, because she's... Everybody loves Nancy. Listen, Loki, though, I love Bonnie. And oh, I, I know. I, 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 she... I don't know what it is about her, but it's just like that cutesy little, I was late for my pedicure. Like, oh, she's like, sorry, my pedicure ran long. <laughs> she's adorable. She, she just literally went from this, I don't want to be anything, to this gorgeous, I mean, she was already always gorgeous, let's be real. She's she always went, pretty. She went to like this gorgeous, like, she bloomed and she was like, Haha, no one can mess with me, bitch. Even at the end, she was like, like that. Nancy is a strong ass stubborn motherfucker. Yeah. And I love that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's crazy. She doesn't give a fuck about what anyone else thinks. She does her own thing, even if it's not good. She does her own thing and she's just like, This is this is who I am. Deal with it. And yeah. I love it. Yeah, she uh, she scared the shit out of me at the end of the film. I remember I was young when I first watched it when her feet were dragging on the floor. Oh, that still gives me chills when she when she's screaming at uh, Chris. Um, yeah, yeah. That, that now though, mm, oh, has everything. Oh yeah, now I love it. Yeah, now I love it. And I'm like, oh my god. Oh, also another thing before uh, Becky, before you answer is there clothes and what they wore iconic you could wear those clothes now and still look like a badass like I can't and I know like the whole 90s trends is coming back but even before like in the earlier 2000s you could still wear something like they wore and you would look amazing because their their clothes are just timeless in that film I loved it I Agree. I still dress a lot. <laughs> She's like, I dress like that. I dress like that. I love that. It's so good. Like they're like, uh, this. It's like, yeah, they were wearing their school uniforms, but like it was with their kind of style attached to it. Like I love oh, that style. With the like, with their rosaries. Yep. Like, uh, mm-hmm. I just, that that one scene that stands out to me the most, like when. Uh, Sarah is like fully a part of their group, and that song is because I actually have the soundtrack. I love the soundtrack. Oh, so good! I just I just like popping in my car every once in a while, and the scene where it's like they're walking in slow mo, and it's like she's a mouth like you, the dangerous type. Yeah, like they're just walking together, and I'm like, they look so badass, and how they just like like part the Red Sea, like everybody (laughs) just fucking moves out of their way, and I'm like. I wanted to be like that in yeah. school so bad. And Nancy, Nancy blows a kiss. To complete our four so we could walk in slow motion down the hall. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because. Mean Girls did it too. Mean Girls 
said it too. Oh, that's so you right. Gotta, you, gotta, you gotta find your third, your three main people so you can slow motion walk down the hall to a really trendy '90s song. Like um, you had to do it. Had to be. It has to be that right trendy '90s. Yes. Song too. yes. Amazing. Yeah, and then uh, Nancy blows a kiss to the crowd as they're all like. Uh, Incredible. I love the scene where she is at the party and she walks by that girl and sticks her tongue out at her. Yes. I love that so much. <laughs> and then at the beginning when she's by her locker and uh, Bonnie's reading from the book and she said their fourth is coming and then the security card walks by and she goes, maybe she can be our fourth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> Oh my god, that movie, everything about it is so quotable. Um, okay, so Becky, who is your favorite? I can pretty much guess, but <laughs> tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. It's, de- you know, it was the security guard, wasn't it? It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, no. Um, it's crazy because I can, I, there's so much of me, uh, I'm a Gemini, so I have personalities all over the place. So there's, there's like, and see, I picked someone who would be a Taurus. Okay. Stubborn as fuck. Yeah. Okay. I, I have elements of myself that are like all four girls, but I think like the one that I can probably relate to the most would be Rochelle. Okay. Like I just, she's the one I relate to the most. Um, I mean, but I'm, I'm more, I was always more drawn to Sarah. Like I just was more drawn to Sarah. Like I get like losing your mom, you know, wanting to be close to your mom, like Mm -hmm. having these elements of like knowing your, cause I, like I said, I used to have a lot of like weird little things happen to me as a kid and I, I didn't really accept them until I saw the movie and realized like where all that was coming from. And I was like, you know, I need to accept it and embrace it for what it is. So, uh, Sarah, for sure. But I, I went through so many experiences more so like Rochelle, as far as the way I was bullied and a lot of it was racially motivated, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, so I really sided with her a lot because I just, I, I got it. I, I totally got it, but, uh, your personality is Sarah. Like yeah. if I could honestly be honest with you, like you, you would, your personality is Sarah anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but Nancy is unequivocally a badass. I probably, but what's crazy is I quote, I probably quote her more when I watch the movie. Like I know her lines probably more than anybody else yeah. in the movie because she's just, she, had more she is lines. such a badass and she's, got such a crazy story i think even though she went batshit at the end <laughs> um i get it and i still just really felt sorry for her yeah she I, was I, not i, given, I, I yeah. had a spot for nancy and Faruza is like the nicest human being on the planet so um uh, yeah i agree with that like nancy she's extremely quiet yeah I'm like you are Nothing like that character. <laughs> I, think, I think Nancy is who she wants to be. Right. <laughs> That's who she aspires to be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, um, yeah, Nancy got a sh- shitty card for her life and then unfortunately ended up in the psych ward. Um, and then the ending of the film, when the other two girls, Bonnie and Rochelle, they lost their powers. So the one that I relate to the most is actually Sarah as well um the reason I don't know if I relate to her but I guess she was my favorite because she was a natural witch 
Um, she kind of already had all of this power and she didn't quite know what it was. Um, and then when she was able to meet the other girls, it obviously was heightened. Um, you know, Becky, as you said, how things would like when she was younger, there is one of my favorite lines in the, the film after, after that guy gets run over, the homeless guy gets run over and they go into that weird little like patch with, with like the car seats, um, And she's explaining to the girls and she's saying, you know, like I would want it to rain and my whole room would like get flooded. And then she would say like when it was loud and she would go deaf for like three days. Um, I found her character just so interesting because she didn't really have to try to do anything. She just was. Um, And I found that fascinating at the end that she actually was more powerful than all of them at the end. Because if I remember correctly, didn't she invoke men all and then he kind of just stayed with her i could be wrong though i, I can't no, remember like um Feruza, that's my i have a problem i keep want to say their real names nancy it's okay <laughs> did it, um and then negative and took it to a negative place yeah but sarah did it and wanted to take it to a positive place yeah because they even said it in one of the parts of the movies where they he said you've abused what mm-hmm. i've given you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but sarah didn't abuse it she used it for positive she used it for right so i yeah i believe he was with her he stayed with her and it goes back to that rule of three which is another thing that is yeah okay that when you put out will come back to you times three and it's kind of the same thing as karmatic energy karma it's it's the golden rule that we all learn do unto others as you have them do unto you so when you do bad onto someone bad will come back to you if you do good onto someone good will come back to you i mean i think that's just that doesn't matter any religion you believe in. I mean, that's just something that's, that's yeah. going to happen. And it's exactly what happened. You know, when Nancy used all of that energy for evil and look what happened to her. And Sarah used it for good and look what happened to Sarah. So, yeah. And Rochelle and Bonnie are just shit all out. <laughs> yeah, what do they say at the end? They're like, oh, do you have any power left? And she like makes it like a fucking tree almost fall on them. <laughs> Um, I'm trying to remember this thing. Somebody, I actually retweeted it. I think, Casper, you said you might have commented on it, but it was like, it was something like, I don't want to see a remake. I want to see like a sequel or something, but I can't remember where Nancy like comes back and like, she's trying to like take her. Well, I can't remember exactly what that, what that person tweeted, but it was really good. And I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. Like Nancy coming back and taking revenge on everybody. Yeah. I was like, I support this. Because I don't know if you, well, obviously, if you see all them now, like the actresses who played each of the girls, they all look the same. <laughs> they could get away with it. <laughs> they, they could. They, they literally could. They're ageless. It's ridiculous how much they all look the same. Yeah. Maybe don't like that. Whatever. <laughs> you actually drank the blood of virgins. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Like, they actually did spells. That's probably why we all love it so much. They put a spell on the craft. <laughs> that anybody who watches it really likes it. <laughs> love it. That makes total sense to me. Truth. I've never heard anybody talk about that movie negatively. Now That's, that I think about it. Oh, like, oh. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's everything 90s. It's quotable. It's got, you know, it's got the, the, a, 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 a stellar 
cast in it. I mean, mm-hmm. I first I knew I knew Robin Tooney again, my age. Um, I knew Robin Tooney prior to the craft from Empire Records. And funny story, she was wearing a wig the whole time. Yeah, she was. Mm-hmm. She had to shave her head in Empire Records. So yeah, uh, I saw Feruza and Waterboy first. Oh, that's right. She was like, do you want me to kill him? (laughs) Yeah. I was like, you have not changed. (laughs) That's so funny. Yeah, and now um, the actress who played uh, Sarah, she, Rachel True, I think it was. Yeah, she... um, She's in like a yeah, bunch of like. Oh, like, Robin. Uh, yeah, she. Um, Rachel True is Rochelle. So, um, uh, Robin Tooney. She's in just like a bunch of like those CSI shows now. Not that there's anything wrong with it, but she looks exactly the same. <laughs> I saw the first place I saw her after that was uh, again like TV shows. She did the. For, I got really into a show called Prison Break, and she did. She was in the first season of Prison Break, and I was like whoa, you still look exactly the same. Mm-hmm. And, like, every screen movie, like, Nev Campbell, even today, still what looks was, exactly the what same. What was the movie Skyscraper? Is that what it was called? I saw it, that Nev Campbell's in with The Rock. You mean Die Hard, basically? Yeah. Die Hard? So uh, I, was, I saw a trailer for <laughs> that, and I leaned over to my friend, I'm like, was that Nev Campbell? <laughs> why, would she, why would she be in the, whatever. <laughs> Why is she in the rock? Die hard, who knows? Why would she um, be in the rock? That's so weird. That's a Demi Lovato song, not a movie. Um. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to start singing, Casper. I was waiting for you to start singing. <laughs> I, oh, I, mean, I can't. I don't have that range. <laughs> Like, I give it to Demi. She's got a range on her that I do not have. So, <laughs> so is there anything else you wanted to add about the film before we sign off? Um, I mean, if you guys haven't, the listeners, if you haven't seen The Craft, then you should probably go watch it. <laughs> That's all I have to I say. I $5 at Dollar General. And she bought it for me, so. too. It was so nice. That's awesome. She's she like, did you have The Craft? Yeah, so funny story. I went camping a couple weekends ago with my husband, like, middle of nowhere camping, and finding this, like, random Dollar General in, like, a little town and found the last two copies of the craft. That's amazing. At Dollar General for five dollars, and I've got one for me and one for Casper. I think I had, um, I think I had the VHS and the DVD for a little while too. Um, You're amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know where. I, I, don't even know where I love it. I think I definitely. Oh my god. It's amazing. Amazing. All right. I love your VHS. Where did you get it? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's vintage thing. That's the ugliest. That's the ugliest freaking VHS I've ever seen. Okay, (laughs) we need to stop. So she like likes both, right? Like I don't know, whatever. So anyway. (laughs) And now she does crack. Lesbian at my party, right? So all girls, they were in their bathing suits. Oh my so, god! <laughs> you have to stop doing this to me. I can't breathe. Oh my god! What and I don't know. I guess now, she... you guys, all we've done is make her face smell like a foot. <laughs> oh my god! I don't know. Now I don't know. I don't know. Maybe now she smokes crack. So whatever. Um. <laughs> 
All right. <laughs> we have to stop. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Horror Nights and Podcast with me, your host, Crystal, and my co-host, Roxy. And of course, don't fuck with the original podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, go listen to another one. Binge it out. Leave me a review. Have the best week wherever you are and whatever you do. Remember to always give your honest and horrific opinion no matter what. Uh, Becky and Casper, thank you so much for being on the show. This was so much fun. I hope you guys had fun, too. You're a sweetheart. Oh, yeah, yeah I can. We, uh, we super appreciate you having us on the show, and we can't wait to have you on ours. Yeah, I'm going to be on their show, so stay tuned for that, guys. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk to you next time. Bye, guys.